0: welcome to she means business with fnb my name is nicole sykes and we are here to celebrate the phenomenal women we have in this country hopefully their stories will inspire and motivate you so stay tuned and enjoy welcome to everybody that's joined us today um, i'm really excited to introduce a phenomenal woman to you her name is toko makozi mantembi And um, she's one of our FNB clients and an incredible woman that I'm so excited to share her story with you. So, Toko, welcome and thank you for joining us.
1: Thanks, Nicole. Thanks for having me and good afternoon to everybody.
0: Toko, I know you are qualified with a BSc and a teaching diploma in Swaziland with an MSc,
1: Medicinal Chemistry. What made you decide to go that career path? First, uh, Nicole, you know, when we were growing up, there were some standard professions that we knew, teaching, social work, doctor, lawyer. So my parents w- w- wanted me to be a doctor because I was good in chemistry, math and physics, and I did not want to do that. So I decided to just do a BSc to, to buy time whilst I'm deciding where to from there. And then after that, I got an opportunity to do my master's in medicinal chemistry in the UK. And that was great because I loved chemistry. So, so you, you got a passion for it while you, were, while you were sort of biding your time doing that BSc. Yes, initially the BSc was buying time just to get my, my parents off my back <laughs> and to get a job.
0: Yeah.
1: And then when I did that, then I thought a master's would be great. And I got a, an opportunity and I did that.
0: that. That is fantastic. So how did you get that opportunity to go and study in
1: the UK? Were you working at the time? Oh my goodness, um, Nicole, that's a long story, but I'll keep it short. Invariably, I applied and then um, I was asked to come and write an exam for a scholarship. It was a partial scholarship. So I went and there were seven of us and they only gave it to three and, and I was blessed that I was one of the three. But the other half I had to work for because uh, the, the, the the scholarship didn't cover that. So I had to do work. Every day, I I cleaned uh, toilets in the morning, go to school, ride a bike, go to college, and then come back in the evenings, go to Sainsbury's to pack. So And then on holidays, I'd go potato picking so that I could make the other half, you know, the subsistence part.
0: That's incredible. I mean, that's a true testament, I think, to who you are as well, is that, you know, you, you've you you've been a hard worker, you've done whatever you can to to achieve the great success that you have. And it obviously started at a very young age as well. Um, yeah.
1: And uh, on a lighter note, you know, we, when we were growing up, our parents were so strict that we all wanted to leave home. And the only way you could do that is if you had a job. And the only way you could get a job is if you had some form of qualification.
0: So so that was your, your quick way out or your oh, easy way out.
1: <laughs> yeah. I wanted to live home and just have some freedom, you
0: know. Uh, I, I I think a, a lot of a lot of people can relate to that. Um, you know, they you sort of, you want to break free and, and start your own life, I guess. Hey? <laughs> so so Torko, tell me so who who is Toko? Give us a little bit of a background and as to how you how you grew up and,
1: and your and, and where you are now. Uh, It's very simple. I think it's like most South Africans. I was born uh, in Sophia Town in a hospital called Bridgman Hospital. I hope that's not giving away my age. (laughs) Not at all. You're
0: 21 plus fat, right?
1: (laughs) uh, Yeah, just 21. And um, my parents went to stay in Swaziland. And then I grew up in Swaziland and I was blessed to go to good schools. Most of them were missionary schools. And then I went to varsity in Swaziland, and then I got an opportunity to go to the UK. After studying, I worked there, and then I came back to South Africa. That's, I mean, that's
0: great. I mean, I, I think the fact that you also came back to South Africa, because many people, if they get the opportunity, they don't tend to come back. So what made you want to come back to South Africa? I mean, not, I mean, we've got a beautiful
1: country here, so why wouldn't you? But what was, what was your driver? I needed to come home and make a difference in the little way that I possibly could because I knew that if I had to go back there was still an opportunity to do that so it was not a closed opportunity but I wanted to come home and and I I must be honest I missed home, I missed the sunshine I I missed missed the space I missed (laughs) Mm -hmm. the colourful dressing, I missed all of that Mm -hmm. And the food.
0: We've got great food, yeah, we do. And a yes. and a beautiful culture, I must say. Yeah.
1: But I could I could have gone back any time I wanted to to if if I got a job there because I was working there already.
0: So so you had that opportunity, I guess, or that that yes. um, that knowledge to know that if, if you needed to, you could go back. But we we are glad we're glad you stayed <laughs> and, and that you <laughs> that you're here. Thank you, um, you're so kind. <laughs> Toko, you've you've had quite a colorful sort of career i suppose um specifically you know you've changed industries and you changed from pharmaceutical now to to ICT i mean well yeah i mean that that's quite a big difference what made you make that change
1: well um when i came back i worked obviously for pharmaceuticals because that was my area of 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 uh, training but then as i was in pharmaceuticals i got a call from i remember very well uh, a Mr. Ben Betts at the time at Telcom. And he said, I was in marketing and pharmaceuticals. So he asked me to come and do marketing in Telcom. And uh, the, 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 the difference for me was that uh, one is telecoms, one is pharmaceuticals. But the common thread was the thinking, both jobs that I've, I mean, chemistry is analytical thinking and the engineering part of telecoms is also analytical thinking. So it was easy to actually get the substance into my head as opposed to the chemistry. So that's how I changed jobs. I could do the marketing and sales, but I, it, I, I, it was easy for me to absorb the, the technical side of things because of the way I'm wired. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, and I guess I'm a chemist and analyst, that kind of yes. thinking.
0: So, so, so that gave you the, the grounding that you actually were able to, to jump Absolutely. to the ICT sector.
1: It was and, easier. Yeah.
0: And and what I mean, which would be your preference?
1: Are you, are you, do you want to divulge that? Uh, I, I don't think there's a preference as such. The way I see it is, I'm actually enjoying what I'm doing now. Not that I didn't enjoy what I was doing before, but I think what it did it it made me sort of enhance my toolkit of the skills that I would use. I'm using now. So uh, I liked both. There were great experiences in both. There are great challenges in both, but I learned a lot from both, and I quite enjoyed both. So, But I just enhanced and filled my toolkit with this kind of skills I need today. Yeah, which is, which is
0: great because I think that's really important, especially you know, as you're growing in your career, that you, you actually have that, that breadth and that depth to make sure that you progress. And do you find that you had to work harder to
1: prove yourself? Not just harder, much harder. Because people don't believe what they see. They need to see more. But I must be honest, what I also experience is that as people experience you and they see what you're capable of and that you're professional and they're doing a good job, in time, they begin to respect you. They may not like you, but they respect you. And that for me was enough.
0: Hmm. Well, I suppose like in, in any environment, you, not everybody's going to like you, right? You, you're going to have people that, yeah. You know, if they do, it's yeah. a cherry on top. Yeah. But the important thing is to is to command that respect. Which which you've you've clearly have done. I mean, showing your incredible career path and trajectory and where you are today. Um, you know, I mean, I think it's it's very admirable talk. Or you haven't you haven't given up, and you you know you're running a very successful business at the moment, um, the Katana Group. So maybe you know, I don't know if you want to talk about that a bit and how you know how you, you
1: formed that group. Um, it'd be really really great to hear that story. At that time, I was the CEO of HP. And I was looking at my age at the time, and I thought, what have I got to show for all the hard work that I've been doing? If I have to retire today, I'm as good as my last paycheck. What do I do for retirement? And all of those kinds of things. And then that's where I said, absolutely, I need to do something for myself where I can create some, some wealth that will see me through my old age. And that's when I decided to do that. And I left... But unfortunately, at the time I left is when the credit crunch sort of hit us. So that was bad timing, but I guess it was part of my journey. It was very tough at the beginning.
0: Well, they, they say, I suppose, you know, the harder the journey, the more you appreciate and the, the harder you fight, I guess. So,
1: so maybe it wasn't, a, maybe it was a blessing in disguise. Oh, my goodness. If that was a blessing, it was a, it, 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 yeah, it was tough. Very tough. It still is tough, but at that time, I mean, starting and then nothing happening. The banks had; fro- they were not giving us loans. The deals were not coming through. It was tough, very tough.
0: Maybe just maybe explain just for our listeners a little bit about the Katana Group and and what what you've you've created
1: there. It's a Pan African woman-owned um, investment holdings company. What we do, we buy predominantly minority stakes in in. Other companies that we, we share sort of the same values with and we actually add value. Isn't that quite important though,
0: is that you've got the same, the same value set as those companies. That's a really important thing. Yes, we've, had, mm.
1: we've made some mistakes where we, we've had to part ways because we, we couldn't align in terms of values. But it, it is very important because it's like a marriage. You're in there together. You can't spend half the time in the change rooms expect, ex- ex- exchanging fists or not trusting each other. You need to know that when you fight, you're fighting an issue, but you have the same objective of being successful together. So yeah, that, that, that's that I, I think that's the important thing. and we look at mul- uh, uh, diverse industries and we look at at investments from small to to very big, but we prefer the the medium-sized companies, especially in the family-owned sector but we've got we, we, we look at uh, companies across the board for as long as they address uh, the, the deep need and the second one is they've got potential to grow and then the third piece they've got a good jockey yes, then we can it's look so important yes. Yeah, so we look at that
0: I, mean, I th- And I know you've got quite a diverse portfolio, which is quite exciting because I suppose it makes every day very different um, with the, the different businesses, which is great. So it's given you also that, that, that knowledge, I think, and that that we were talking about earlier with, with that diversity across the spectrum, which is which is quite nice.
1: Yeah, it's, it's that knowledge, also the networks that one has sort of uh, put, you know, put, put up as I was going through my different uh, areas of work. So sometimes I have to call on people that I've, I know from then, the good old days. It does have, the, net, the networks are very important.
0: So, so just just on that point, I mean, how, I mean, I know women, you know, often struggle to reach out to their, to their networks that they think they have. We're not like men who will just, you know. Sort of go to the pub after work and um, and talk to their their male counterparts and you know do a deal, um, but but how do you how do you encourage using those networks and reaching out to
1: to women or people that you've you've encountered along the way to help you? Well, I look at it in two ways. The one way is to try and adapt, and the other way is just being yourself. The trying to adapt way, for example, I don't play golf. Every now and again, I'd go to a golf. Uh, tournament and drive the golf cart I don't even know what yeah. what, what under par and whatever I don't know what those you things me both. <laughs> those and how many holes and all of that but I go there just to yeah. network sometimes I do that but on the other hand I've, I've created some deep networks where we've got trust and, 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 and respect for each other. So I've got that on my book and I can call, we can go and have a cup of tea, I come and visit and all of that. That's more in my space. But on the other hand, sometimes you've got to adapt and attend functions and attend events where you can network and talk to people because some people, you can only meet them there. toko just, just on, I mean, the fact we were talking about the Katana Group and and what
0: you do and what you've achieved. I know you also sit on many external boards, so the pressure of that must be immense. You know, running running your business, sitting on these boards. How do you handle and deal with it all?
1: Well, I think we 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 work on managing the diaries fundamentally. That's how we that's how it works. So having a great support in the office, in in my PA and my colleagues and we work on a year plan as best as possible and then we slot in things as we go along so it's more on the planning side that 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 works and it helps and then how do you manage sort of i guess your your stresses um because we're all
0: human right sure. we we have days <laughs> yes, where we have yeah. days where we <laughs> where where we think the world's going to fall apart and, and we're sort of looking after so many people how do you as an individual and as a woman handle those stresses
1: i, I must be honest Sometimes you know what the right things to do are, and you just can't get yourself to do that. The one thing I know is good is going to the gym. So what I had started doing, which I've sort of slacked on a bit, was doing Bikram yoga. But going to the gym to do the bicycle things, I, I'm just not good at that. I'm not disciplined enough to do that. So exercise is important in whatever form that helps, but also support from good friends and support from family. It, that that's what what that's how I can I mean that's how I can go in distress. I've got a good, great support in my husband and my cousins and my sisters. You know, we talk about things. That- Good, the bad, and the ugly. Well,
0: well, that's well, that's what it should be about because you you need that to offload, I guess. So you need to be holding ship at 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 the office, and um, so it's good to have that outlet where where you can because you know you,
1: no man's an island, right? And um, and the other thing yeah. I'd like to stress, Nicole, I think most of us don't do enough of that. Where you feel you need uh, professional support, and you you need to do that. You need to go and, and see a psychologist. This It's not taboo. It helps you cope with things better because you offload and you get point. Sometimes there are issues you don't want your family to know. You'd like to keep that private. So get that support as well, whether it's your psychologist or if you're a Christian or whatever, your, your church or whatever. Just neutral people also help in the, in this regard
0: yeah you yeah, are 100% right we um i think especially we we've, we've realized with this pandemic as well is that mental mental wellness is so important and it's sort of been i think brushed under the carpet up until now and this is this has
1: highlighted how important and necessary it is in every facet of of our lives absolutely and you you know we need to take care of ourselves you need to take care of your body your mind and your soul otherwise we, we we'll all go crazy so it's, it's quite critical. So,
0: so how do you, I mean, if you had to think then of a word um, to describe, what is your word for the year? What would, you, what would you say encompasses
1: your thoughts for this year going forward? You must ask me about what I, I think about a word for, for the last year or two. It was, oh, absolute pain. <laughs> really? But, but yeah. it, it showed our resilience though. You know that sort of came through, but it was very painful for all of us. I'd like to think. Mm.
0: Yeah, I think everybody in their in their own way, um, whether it's work, families, relationships, business, everything is, is taken taken a bit of a knock, and, and like you say, it's
1: been painful. Um, but but we're all resilient. We're yeah, here
0: today, we Ex- exactly. And that well, that was my key word for last year was resilience. Is that I think we Absolutely. all we, we all were were showing strong resilience and, and showing up and standing up and being there, which is which is amazing. Um, and I think as women as well, we we take on a lot. We, I like to say we are multifaceted. We like diamonds. We wear many hats. So we've got to be resilient for for other women and for for those that we're supporting in our, our, our wider circles as well. So so Toho, I mean, you've sort of like I said, you've you've worked in the corporate world and you've you know, especially larger listed entities, and um, and you've had the pressure also sitting on boards. What would you advise other women to do in order to progress in their in
1: their career path um, and claim claim their sort of seat at the table? I think maybe, let's look at four things. I think the first one is, is to carve out your dream, what it is that you really want, especially as you mature. At the beginning, you try everything and see what works for you, obviously. Have your dream and then break it down into small logical chunks so that you can achieve that. That's the first thing. The second thing is you, you need to learn, keep learning in that space that you want to be. Never stop reading, attending seminars, getting mentors, as, you know, looking up to people that have done it before because there are always people that have done well before you. Try to be the best. Yeah, knowledge. You've got to learn. The knowledge is power, right? Absolutely. <laughs> because in that way, then when you sit at the table, you will make sense and you can make sense of what is happening around you as well. And it will help you make the right decisions. Yeah, the third one, sorry, is, is is issue of integrity. Don't lose your soul. The last one, take care of yourself wholly, your body, your heart, and your soul as best as you can.
0: Yeah, those are those are four really important and and key lessons. I think that we can all we can all learn from because it's like you said, it's that holistic approach, um, which is so important. I mean, you, you mentioned as well with the the knowledge part is you know find a mentor or you know and we we had a discussion. Um, earlier today, um, about a sponsor as well. So, have you have you found that in your career path you've had a, a sponsor, somebody sort of in your corner, or, or somebody mentoring you? And and how do you also pay it forward? I guess in your in your space now to those that are coming behind you.
1: Yeah, it's got to be both. I mean, it, 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 let me start by how do I get people to support me? I've got multiple mentors for multiple facets of my life. For example, as a mother and a wife, I've got people that I talk to around those issues. In the workplace, I've got people that I talk to around the business side of things and all of that. Mentors for me are very important because some people have done it before and they've done it well. I can only learn from them.
0: And and do you then give, I mean, do you mentor anybody else
1: or sponsor? Yes. Yes, I think that is a very important issue because we we were given an opportunity and supported to get to where we are. We owe it to ourselves to do the same. Because yes, my my because my belief is we didn't just come here into this world just to do things for ourselves. We are a means to an end, and the end is to what difference can you make whilst you are enjoying the the fruits of your okay. own labour.
0: Yeah, and what impact can you can you have on those around you to create a better world and a sustainable world? Absolutely. Absolutely. So so Toko, what I mean, what would you what advice would you give um, to, to women and young younger, older women um, that are in a similar environment? What, what advice
1: would you give them um, going forward? Try to upskill yourself continuously because things are changing so fast around you. Learn technology you know, the tweeters and whatever it is that is happening now, learn the new things over and above the technical knowledge that you have for your area of expertise.
0: Toko, I mean, you've, you know, you've won numerous awards from, you know, amongst them being from top women in business in Africa, um, as well as in the IT sector, the CEO magazine's most influential woman and business finalist, and then most recently named businesswoman of the year, how do you feel about these awards and these accolades and, and ha- have they been able to help you make a difference in other, other women's lives being, by being an
1: inspiration to them? I think to start off with, Nicole, those accolades are, are not necessarily about me. I think I represent a lot of women because in some instances, sometimes I feel someone else would have, will be more deserving, you know, as you look at things. But you go and represent women. And as you get that, you use it to actually uh, motivate other women to say, we can all do this. Let's just do our best. We can all do this as individuals. Mm. I, I like that. And the
0: fact that you, you see it, as you said, as it's it's an award for all women. Yes. Um, I think it's You're just really the important.
1: representative at that point. Because there are lots of women that look, do a lot of good work. And we can't all get accolades at that time. So you represent everybody that's doing a good job.
0: Yeah, I, I love your humbleness as well, Toko. Um, and the fact that you uh, you are you are a role model to so many women and an inspiration to so many women. So so thank you for being who you are and and providing that guidance and that shining star for a lot
1: of women oh, out there. Thanks, Nicole. Um, we we can all only do what we can. All of us.
0: This is true. <laughs> Toko, you if you could change anything in your career path and the trajectory that you've been on, um, or anything that you would. Do differently?
1: Not really, not really. Let me let me tell you why. I, I'd like to think everything happened for some reason, because everything—the good and the bad—happened, and I learned something from that. And the good, I benefited from; the bad, I learned what not to do. You know, so I don't think I would have it any other way. And like we said just now, it's it's about what you do with that, uh, that
0: failure or that experience that actually helps you grow and helps you develop and, and become who you who you are and what you've created. Exactly.
1: Even if I had another life, the same principles would apply. I'd have to apply the same principles to say, what have I learned? How can I do better? So what I had, is, it's, I, I'm, I'm actually very happy with what i have not happy, of course, but comfortable, because there are some painful times as well.
0: I think the last question that I have for you then, Toko, is if, if you had three pearls of wisdom that you could impart to your younger self or, or to ladies out there, what would those those three pearls be?
1: At the risk of sounding like a scratch record, I think it's the same things that I've been saying all along. I think the first thing for me is my dream. As I go, I mean, I've had to refine it as I, as I went along because initially I didn't even know what I wanted to do, but now I do. So I've I've kept refining that dream and then putting actions to it, yes. And then the the second thing is I try to keep learning. Maybe now that I'm older, I'm not as sharp as I used to be, but I I continue to learn, you know, not just in the area of business, but also in the things that support business. Like I mentioned earlier, technology and things like that. You just continue to learn. And then, of course, the the, 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 the third thing is just having a balanced life, you know, just trying to. Because life is what not. What is ab- that?
0: It's not about. <laughs> what is qu- a balanced life?
1: <laughs> For me, it's, life is not about quantity. It's not about how long you live. It's mm. as how well you live. It's about the quality. So the mm. quality goes to just making your soul happy and taking care of your body like and, your, and, and your mind, you know, getting mm. that balance. Family life, friends, work. Getting mm. all of that sort of somehow balanced as best as you can. Of course, I could never yeah. get it balanced as the way I'd like mm-hmm. it to be. But it's just... But you try hard. <laughs> but it's well controlled, progress, always.
0: Yeah. And, and that's important, I mean, because you, you really can't pour from an empty
1: cup. No. Mm. And then if, if you, of course, giving is a very important thing in my life because uh, you fill your cup and then you can give from that. And giving is such a good thing to do because you make a difference. As you get, such a, you give. Yeah,
0: and it's such a it's such a soulful thing to Absolutely. to do that as well. You mean probably in a selfish way the, the feelings that you get from giving and helping other people are are, are quite um, profound to you as a human being. I think, and it's it's quite important. Talk. About, I think you, we've had a great conversation today and I really appreciate you being open and honest about everything. And, and yeah, I just wanted to thank you for your time. Is there, is there anything else you would, would like to mention or add before we, we end off?
1: Yes, perhaps uh, the one thing I'd like to mention is that us as women, let's just make sure that we take care of our boys because we, we always have things around women and we forget, we leave the boys behind. The boys are struggling mentally, emotionally, as much as we are struggling. So let's just make sure we get that balance because for us to be successful, we need to make sure that the people around us are also successful. So let's just make sure we take care of that piece as well.
0: Mm. Yeah, you're 100, 100% right on that. And it's, it's important to to be all-inclusive and to make sure that everybody is taken care of. And you know that you, you're right, the boys are really struggling and um, it's, it's providing opportunities and avenues for them as well to to not only support themselves but also to support women that are in their environments and, and their social sort of circles as well. Atoko, thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed our conversation today and you know, like I said before, you are an inspiration and a role model to so many. So so thank you and carry on please being you.